Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Good evening, Gavin. Good evening, and Welcome to our weekly podcast, The Current View, with the Isle of and Mr. Terry Curran. And if you're listening free to the first half on either Acast or Spotify, you can follow the links on our socials and access the full podcast via either Apple or become a Patreon, all the w's.patreon.com forward slash SRB Media. Or follow the podcast on Twitter at Curran View or on Facebook, The Current View, or join the group, which is over 3,000 strong now. Thank you so much for your support. It is greatly appreciated. Steady away, mate. How are you? I'm okay. Just getting over a bit of a cold, so uh, feeling a little bit better. Yep, you're sounding a little bit distant. Where are you? You're down a cellar? No, I'm in the kitchen. Okay. I've got it closer to me. Can you hear me better now? Yeah, when you when it's be- when it's right close to your ear and your mouth, TC, it works a lot better. What's worked a lot better this week, because it has been two weeks that we have had off, are the magic moments. And what have you sourced for us? Because I've got some from probably a couple of weeks ago, and I've got probably the same couple that you've got from this week. Well, there's more than a couple, Gabby. I mean, we... Yeah. Picking picking some out, it, it, it's it's unbelievable. But as as you know, I only like to go for one anyway, mate. Yeah. And and I put two up today, looking at the you know pick pick which one you you like. I mean the callback goal, it caught it absolutely sublime. And like one or two people what wrote on post, you know, uh, it was a cross come shot type of thing. And I I agree with him because he's cut it on the outside of his foot. Yeah. But the, the you know he's caught it perfect with the. Goalkeepers no chance, but I'm I'm going not because he's Sheffield Wednesday. I'm going for I'm going for Bannons because it's it saw everything about it. That goal, what Colbeck scores. Listen, I would like to score it. Any great player would like to score it, um, but it could go anywhere, as you know, and it's gone in. But I'm going for I'm going for uh, my magic moment uh, is is Barry Bannons because he's seen it, he's looked up, he's seen the keeper off the line. Is it early and by what a great goal and a fabulous uh, celebration. Yeah, absolutely. Um, spot on, TC. And I remember uh, watching the game and it is all about reaction, isn't it? And when Barry scored that goal, we were watching the game. I mean, blimey, Wednesday went balmy, didn't they? It was a proper goal fest. And the Whoa. ball that just dropped and Barry Bannon's hit it. Because, I mean, Tom being a season ticket holder at, uh, at Villa, uh, watched Barry Bannon for many seasons at Villa Park, and uh, so you know that you still look at your old players, and uh, the exactly. ball's dropped, and, and Barry's hit it with that left foot. You go, get in there, my son! What a strike! Superb, unbelievable, absolutely sublime. Any any footballer would have been proud of it, you know. As as there is many great goals throughout the season in all four divisions, yeah, you know. But I, I've told people long enough. The, the thing about football, if you if you are successful in any league, it brings out the fans because they want to see a winning team, don't they? Yeah, they do. 
They don't want to see a team watchers sat there going to get beat week in and week out. Don't even try and win a football match. Mm. You know, so uh, I'm not happy about him being in the championship one, but that's where they are. And, and if it brings out the best in, in our fans, then so be it. But it proves once, once again that they do come out in numbers once uh, we have some success. How fantastic do the Sheffield Wednesday supporters look? I mean, they took so many there to MK. What was it, five or 6,000 behind that goal? It looked absolutely magnificent. And you're right, you see, they're a huge club, Sheffield Wednesday. I know no one's got a divine right to play in the top flight, but Wednesday are a team that really belongs there. You know, I mean, the experts put huge clubs as all these people winning major trophies. Mm. Well, no, that's teams what's winning major trophies because they have the best they have the best players but that doesn't stop a football club being a huge football club and they are a huge football club we used to take five six seven eight thousand people and ten thousand people away when i was playing 30 years ago 40 years ago Mm. you know uh down in exeter down in swindon and colchester and all these type of grounds it's a massive club with a massive fan base what wants it wants to see the team win and they're no different than anyone else. Now, Chelsea, Manchester City, your Liverpool's, your Man United's, their success, and Tottenham's, and not as much Tottenham when you look at the, the other club for winning trophies, but they buy elite players. Yeah. And it gives them that, that better chance to go on to win major trophies. And then, you know, they're in the record books for every day more. But no one can take away... Uh, from from Sheffield Wednesday fans, never mind anyone else, that they have a massive fan base. Absolutely. Fantastic fan base. Fantastic club. And I did say to Tom, while we were watching the game, you could argue that Sheffield Wednesday are the biggest club in Yorkshire. Because I know Leeds United, you know, they, they won lots of things. And for me, Leeds United, for that period of time when I was a kid, they're the greatest team that I've ever seen play football. I think they had absolutely everything. And I've just done a, a podcast with the great Johnny Giles and it was a fantastic hour and a half that I spent with Johnny uh, walking down memory lane and, and remembering those halcyon days of Leeds United. And Huddersfield with uh, Herbert Chapman uh, won so many trophies. But, you know, Sheffield Wednesday really are up there. And I think if you're, you're looking at fan base, you're looking at what trophies they've won. And I look at football from the beginning of time to now, not just a little period of time. You know, I think you could argue Wednesday are the biggest club in Yorkshire. I, I give I give everyone um, my fair honest opinion of, of, mm. of everything. And that Leeds United team were the best British team I'd seen yeah. play football. Yeah. Uh, come close to someone like... The Manchester City, Manchester City of today, yeah. they were that good on the ball, keeping the ball on audible pitches. Whereas these these City players have a an advantage of everything what's in their favour. Football strips are lighter for them, the, the uh, balls are lighter for them, the pitches are perfect. You know now what Sheffield Wednesday's got, right? They've got two teams in City, but so have Manchester City and Manchester uh, United and Liverpool and and um, and. Um, Everton, yeah. you know, Leeds are a one, uh, one city team, and it's a massive, massive uh, city. Yeah, it is. It's and, the and third me, biggest, yeah, in terms of population behind London, then Birmingham. Yeah, for me, it, it should have 60,000 there, week in and week out. 100%. Now, I don't know whether that's now because of the the, the ground capacity. Mm. 
you know, uh, whether they would get that or not. But like all else, they would get it if they started spending big money and started winning major trophies. Because like you say, it's a massive club. There's two teams in Sheffield. Sheffield United pulled in 30,000 on a regular basis. Sheffield Wednesday will definitely pull 45,000 on a regular basis. But put Sheffield Wednesday winning, doing what Manchester City does, and I'll guarantee you 60, 70,000 people. Yeah. And I'm not just saying that. that. That'll be a fact. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, in Birmingham, it's very similar. We've got two stroke three clubs. Cause yeah. Well, you've more than that, really, haven't you? Really? Yeah. The, well, actually, in Birmingham, um, when you're looking at the boundaries of Birmingham, West Bromwich Albion actually are in Birmingham because of the top of the uh, Soho Road, the Birmingham Road. Uh, so yeah. Answorth's in Birmingham and, and, and West Bromwich is over the other side of the motorway. Then you're in Samwell and, you know, he's a border club. But you've got the baggies, you know, if they were successful, yeah. they'd be getting 30,000. Birmingham, if they're successful, getting 30,000. And Villa, well, I mean, Villa are, are going to be building on that ground at Villa Park. And if Villa were successful, you know, the sky's the limit because Villa are an absolutely massive... Birmingham are a big <coughs> club, the Albion are a big club. Yeah. But, but Villa are a different level to both Birmingham and, and the Albion. And, you not know, you're looking at 100,000 in this city watching football. Not, not, a lot of people, not a lot of Villa fans will realise this. Mm. They held the record in the third division over 46,000 people. Yeah. Right when they were in the old third division, I mean, we broke it, but yeah. ours was a derby. Yeah, absolutely. Yes, I'm not quite sure Bournemouth. whether uh, was it against Bournemouth. Bournemouth, well, there yeah. you go. Bournemouth, yeah, no respect to Bournemouth, yeah. you know, especially in those days, they'll fetch they'll fetch about 500 people. Yeah, Ted McDougal so, scored that uh, diving header. If you remember, it was an iconic goal from uh, from Ted. But it is a long time ago. But yeah. what I'm trying to say, 46,000 people there that day. I don't forget those type of things. Yeah. You know, so what what I'm trying to say about all all this is Villa's a massive club. Sheffield Wednesday's a massive club. The two teams in Liverpool are massive clubs. Yeah. The two teams in Manchester are massive clubs. But but I, what I will say, I had great uh, admiration for the Celtic and the Rangers game the other day when they, when when they came out. The atmosphere yeah. Uh, yeah. in that game was absolutely electric. Yeah, I mean, I've. I don't I've, know if you saw it. You know, I'm not saying it was a, a spectacular game, but w- w- the atmosphere with the two sets of fans, and there's nothing the better is than when you see that type of thing in a football match. Absolutely, what's been happening with the the local derbies, the Glasgow derby, home and away at Ibrox or or Celtic Park Parkhead, is that there's been a a ban on away support. Uh, I did notice there were some Celtic fans at um, at Ibrox for the recent derby, um, and and that was great to see. I didn't see the game the weekend. It was a cup semi-final, wasn't it? So they have to have uh, equal uh, support for, for both clubs in uh, in a, an FA, well, Scottish no FA Cup game. No yeah, absolutely, TC. But, but you're right. I mean, that Glasgow derby, and again, I said to Tom while we was watching it, it's the biggest derby in Britain, Celtic yeah. and Rangers. We've got lots of derbies up and down the country that are big and they're special to all teams. I remember Keith Burchin, when he, you know, he played in an East Anglia derby and a Birmingham derby and he, he said I went out on the pitch and I, I come back he said they were fighting and he said I come back in I said they take it a bit serious up here don't they in Birmingham and, and, and they do and, and all derbies are but I do think that 
the Glasgow derby if you, is the if biggest. You didn't, if you didn't see it, try and get a chance to have a look at it where they come out. Yeah, we will do. I, I just think they're be, magnificent. Uh, two, two, both sets of play, uh, teams coming out. Yeah. And the atmosphere in the ground. You know, whether I was, I'm more Celtic up in Scotland they am Rangers, mm-hmm. but I've got to give uh, credit to both sets of fans. It, it's 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 a, you know it's as good as a football game when you see that type of thing. Oh, absolutely, too. So, and I'm I'm like you. If I was to pick one Celtic or Rangers, I'd pick Celtic, and that's only because you know growing up, you know we, I'd seen the likes of Kenny Douglas and Jimmy Johnston, and you know I was didn't really. Too young to remember the Lisbon Lions, or I've seen it, you know, on, on videos, etc. But that well, great out, so yeah. I, I, I was about 11, 12. Yeah, so you know, I would always, you know, lean more towards Celtic than than Rangers. But they're both great clubs, and you know, if they were in the Premier League or in a, a bigger pond, then they could be as big as what they would want to be. But being in Scotland and in that Scottish Premier League and the way that the finances are, they can't be as big as, as what they finances. want to be. Absolutely. That's too, all so. it is, is finances. Absolutely. You put those two teams, you put those two teams uh, in, in the Premier League, 100%. regardless what people, regardless what people said in Suddle, yeah. no, because there'd be, lo- there'd be loads of football players want to go to, to Celtic Rangers because the atmosphere they get, they yeah. generate. Absolutely. It's, a, it's about levels and it's about puns and, and, and and lakes and oceans and at the moment they're in a honest, little pond and honest, not in an ocean. You yeah. know, if I if, if I supported uh, Bury Football, yeah. Bury Football Club, and I'd be honest about it, you know, Bolton are a bigger club than what we are yeah. in Manchester. Man United are a bigger club than what Bolton is in, yeah. Ma- in in Manchester, you know, and in Lancashire, you know. Just be honest with it, you know. I, I don't. It, I want my team, Sheffield Wednesday, to play in the Premier League. I want us to win the league. I want us to win the FA Cup. I want us to do, 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 do win everything. But I know it's not realistic because we don't we don't have the money to buy those players. Absolutely, too. So, um, Jack Colback's goal. You're right. I was watching the game last night. Um, I thought that that Forrest set out again on the front foot. Massive fan of Steve Cooper. I really hope that Nottingham Forest get promoted. I'd love to watch Forrest play this season. In fact, Forrest probably are my favourite team to watch this season. And not just what they're producing on the pitch, but Stevie Cooper, the manager, I think the fans have been magnificent. Um, and my player of the season um, would be, and, and again, a player that I've enjoyed watching this season is uh, uh, Brennan Johnson. I think the yeah. kid is absolutely class. I think he's so composed. My magic moment is the penalty. And people say, well, how can the magic moment be a penalty? Well, when they had that penalty last night, that goalkeeper was giving him absolute dogs and trying to get inside his head. And uh, when Johnson took the ball away, he pointed down to the goalkeeper. <laughs> he gave him a volley of abuse, which I thought was absolutely first class, and just showed great composure for a young player. And I Kid, think yeah. that whenever I've seen him play, he's a player that I want to watch again. And I think he's an absolute talent. And also... When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. 
Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. What I did pick up last night from Forrest is the city ground. There were so many flies caught on camera and Brennan was knocking them away from his face at one point. And I'm thinking... Have city has the city ground got a problem with flies at certain times of the year? Because it's very close to the Trent, isn't it? Well, it is, and I, I never noticed it when I played there. Right. But going back to what you... I think it's, it's like anything else when I put the washing out. You know, you get these old those little black flies, don't you? Yeah, 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 yeah. And you think, where do they all come from, these? But yeah. sometimes you get a bit of warm weather, they all come out. Uh, but the ground itself is rocking. Yeah, it's it's absolutely rocking, you know. And they're playing a part. They're playing a part in it. The football that they have, uh, what what the team's playing, the atmosphere that what the managers uh, brought to the football club with the fans and the the players together. Yeah. And I, and I see loads of Forest fans on my website. You know, some of the best football we're playing. Great to go and watch play football like that again. Well, not all teams can win. Yeah. Not all teams can win. Try and win a football match. Yeah. That's all I would say as a, as, a, as a fan, as a manager, I would say to my players, if you want to be successful, we have to win these games. Yeah. Now, how do we win it? We score more goals than what the opposition do, and we concede less. How do we do that? We play with the tempo. We take risks in certain areas of the football pitch, right? And we don't take risks in other areas of the football pitch. And we'd be aware of when we haven't got the ball, even when we've got the ball as much as when we haven't got the ball because anything can break down in a split second and catch you off it. And it's about getting the right balanced team together, putting the right balanced team on a football pitch together, what's going to fight for each other. It doesn't make any difference what you do afterwards, but it's when you're on that football field or when you spend that time together mm. that, you know, you all get on and you fight for each other. And Forrest have done that and... I don't like I don't like to uh, shout off about it, but I did say this about three or four years ago about him. He's still not won anything yet, and yeah. he's missed out twice on 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 um, on uh, two playoffs at uh, Swansea. But the kid's got something about him. What's going to generate quality football? Absolutely, and and he's so connected. With you can you can see the players connected with the fans. That's a great Absolute, word. Yeah, everything. And and when he goes to you know, way way, and you can hear it's brilliant. It's just I've not seen that connection with the manager and and the club, the fans, the players. It really looks like a united club. Nottingham Forest does. And every time, every time we mention this kid, I'll keep I'll keep going back and I'll give you I'll give you another one. The kid at, at, at Preston, low. Yeah. Yeah. We'll be as good. Yeah. We'll be as good. 
Absolutely. Because I, I like to watch his team play football. Absolutely, TC. Um, Liverpool versus Manchester City. Um, we've just you've just alluded to playing football in the right areas, and there's times not to. Liverpool's second goal was an absolute nightmare, wasn't it? What was the goalkeeper thinking of? Yeah, but the thing about any football match, mm. regardless of what anybody thinks, yeah. mistakes yeah. cost football teams to lose games. Yeah. Mistakes. Yeah. It has nothing to do with playing out from the back. Mm. Because uh, the thing about playing out from the back is this. Have you yeah. got players that can play out from the back? That's first thing. Yeah. Right? What's the composure like? That's second thing. Now, the ball's played to the keeper. What's the keeper doing? He's dwelling, 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 dwelling. Absolutely. Gets closed down and it costs you a goal. Yeah. He should have three options. He, he definitely should have had three options. And out of those three options, one of them is just to boot it anyway. Yeah. Right? But when that ball's played to him, he should be knowing that I can play that ball with pace and with a tempo to someone else. But he didn't do that. No. So what happens... Because we're a nervous type of uh, supporter in this country. You you watch teams, especially coming towards the end of the season. Every, the cameras are on the fans, biting the nails. And <laughs> it shows the nerves of, yeah. of, of, nerve, of people. It's not playing out from the back. But I understand why fans get angry with it. Because mm. it, it's, cost it's cost them a game. Right? But at the end of the day, it's, you've got to have players what can do it. And don't do it if you haven't got players what can't do it. Now, this kid is playing is playing in the semi-final of an of an FA Cup against one of the biggest teams, not in Britain, in England or Britain, in Europe. Yeah, the world. Liverpool, yeah. with a massive, a massive fan base. Mm. Right? What do you think the first thing Klopp would have said to to those players? Oh, absolutely. Right? You you keep with the team. You know he's going to play out from the back. Yeah. He just might dwell on it once too often. We must press him yeah. quickly and early. And that's what's happened. It has nothing to do with playing out from that. It's mistakes. That's all it is. It's mistakes. <clears throat> yeah. Decisions. And as you said earlier, it's about making the right decisions at the right time. Again, it's the philosophy of City. doesn't matter who comes into the Manchester City team. They play in the same way. Uh, players coming into Manchester City team. Can I just, say, can I just say this one thing? Yeah. I love Guardiola, though. Yeah, man. Because he knows, even next game, he's got a chance because he's got the quality of players, to, you know, to turn it around. But when they ask him, you know, we got beat and that's it. Yeah. But I won't be changing my way. And he won't change his way because he's got quality. Exactly, and he shouldn't. He's got quality for yeah. the next game mm. to put it right. Yeah. Sorry, go on. No, you're absolutely right. So, so that's the way he plays. And, you know, Wayne Rooney, Derby County got relegated, uh, sadly. I was hoping that they were going to stay up. But again, yeah. Wayne has a way of playing. And I'll, I enjoy watching teams playing out from the back. But it's, again, decision-making. There's a time that you can do it and they've a time had, that you've got to... Yeah, they've had one marvellous season. And yeah, who's yeah. to say who's to say they might not finish in the playoffs if they won't have had any points taken off them? I know people are going to turn around and say, well, how can you say that? Because yeah. it's got to have affected them with certain games when they had points deducted straight away. 100%. And then, play, and then players lost. If they could have had no points knocked off them, and yeah. might, might be able to bring in some bit better quality, who's to say they might not go into playoffs? 
I'm not saying they have. You know, it's it's opinions. I look at trying to judge what I think uh, a manager, a team, a player is capable of doing. Uh, doing. Have people laugh? Do you think I'm bothered about it? Anybody laughs mm. at me, Gabby? Dear. No, not at all. And no, I, I find no, that listen, interesting what you play, just said. I could play in front mm. of 100,000 yeah. fans, booing me, booing me, mm. and I'll still pick up the ball. Because that's happened when I played in front of 50,000 fans. Yeah. Right? Now, Rooney has got the balls to manage Manchester United. Yeah. But people think I'm crazy. Mm. I'm not crazy for a little bit. Look beyond experience. Look beyond it. I found what you just said interesting because when I'd done the interview with Johnny Giles and we were talking about Peter Beardsley and, and, and he told me that, you know, he went to watch him. Peter Lorimer had said, look, I've seen a kid and he looks all right. And then they they were having a Vancouver Whitecaps had got um, a session uh, in London and they'd noticed that um, Brentford were playing Carlisle and Peter Lorimer said, should we go and have a look at uh, Peter Beardsley? Or John said to Peter, yeah, we'll go and have a look. And John said it, it wasn't what I actually saw in him that day, but it was what he was trying to do. And if he was playing with better players, he was making the right decisions, but it just wasn't quite happening because the players around him wasn't as good as him. So, I look, yeah, absolutely. So he said, I look at what a player is trying to do. I thought absolutely spot on. And that's how good judges of players and former players, how they look at the player. Not exactly what he's doing, but what he's capable of doing. The question the question the question about all this lot is this. Why do so many top players fail in management? Don't know. Probably wrong club. Question. Probably wrong see, club. Not enough back in TC. I don't know. I, yeah, but I look at the players, what the they're trying to play football out from the back with the players they got. We can't do it, mm. and then they, they revert back to another way. But those time, those same players are not even good at that way of playing football, yeah. the long ball. Mm. I mean, when I see these top players, look, regardless what anybody says about Gavin Neville, hate him, loathe him, love him, like him, admire him, adore him. Yeah, right. He speaks well. He's won everything in the game. But I, I, he meant the biggest. Cock up, you'll ever see at Valencia. Yeah. And he'll admit that. Mm. I wouldn't admit that. I said, look, I've made a mistake. I'm going back out there. I'm going to face the crowd again. I'm going to do it again. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to do it better. And now I would have thought he would have failed. Uh, he would have failed in management. And he has. I think, yeah. I think if he hadn't got that Sky TV to fall back on, because that's a nice little, um, a nice little gig to do. And he hasn't got, he hasn't got that going into football management. <coughs> you know, I don't need to do that because I'm already doing something else. It'd be interesting if Gary Neville hadn't got the Sky contract. Falling off that horse at Valencia, would he have liked to have jumped back on it? Because no, and uh, I'll tell you the reason why. Yeah. If you look at if you look at Sky, he yeah. trimmed back on Sky. You know, to what yeah. he used to do. Yeah. He's got outside interests. He owns as much building in Manchester yeah. as, as anybody else. Mm. He, he's got uh, he's got uh, parcel shares in uh, Salford Football Club. Yeah. So he's got a lot of other interests. In, mm. He's got his interest in other things. Yeah. Without having, because the hardest thing about football, we know that being a manager is a, 
it's facing the music after the defeat, isn't it? Absolutely, yeah. You know, because you can also, well, next game, if you don't have to face the media, it's not as bad. Because they ask you awkward questions, sometimes it's silly questions. Mm. And whatever way you, you whatever way you answer that uh, that uh, person, right? You've got three, four people in the studio, all going to either criticise him yeah. or kid him on. Well, he's doing an half decent job, so and so, so and so. Uh, he don't have the money. You've got to look beyond it. And I wrote a bit about uh, Dykes this week. I, I keep trying to tell people. Dyke has no chance of getting a, a top 12 club. No chance. Because he's got no. to change. He's got to ch He's done a marvellous job at Burnley. A completely brilliant job. Yeah. But what's, what's he going to leave, legacy-wise? All he's going to leave is that the, he kept him up. Yeah, absolutely. And he's done brilliant, so he's got that. Yeah. But what philosophy has he left? He hasn't. I mean, he, he Burn, hasn't. Burn, Burnley so for Burnley him to get and... Team for him turn to get off. an Aston Villa job, got no chance. There's no chance. Right? I forget, no chance. There's no chance. I think he's going to be hard pushed to get a Premier League side. I hope people don't think that I'm being horrible because I'm trying to be honest. No, I don't. I, you know, I, I'm not being you, but you know, yeah. fans will look at it and say, you know, I'm not. I can see what he's done. He's, a, he's done a great job. Absolutely. Pound for so, pound. So. For pound for pound, it's seventeen thousand people, maybe twenty thousand people. Now he can get you to ground. Yeah. What he's done for nine years is fantastic to keep him in Premier League, so the fans have seen Premier League football. Because that's all they've done. They've never gone. They've never gone to try and win any of the cups. We must stay in the league. So, football owners are looking for someone. Hang on a bit. Let's give him a chance. Him. Yeah. I can see what he's done at Burnley. Mm. Not just keeping him in the league. The fans are coming in. The fans want to see it. The, 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 we can sell it. We can sell it to whatever we need to sell it to globally. Because people forget that football is a global business now. Or it's our game. It certainly is in the Premier League, too, so. so Not so much the Championship, but the Premier League is a global game. Ireland looks as though he might be uh, coming to the Premier League to play for Manchester City. But I did notice. Um, a little post on Facebook, Messi's been abandoned by PSG. Who would you rather have if you were Pep Guardiola? Who would you rather have, Haaland or Messi? Well, I'm not going to answer the question for one reason and one reason only. Yeah. One's 33. Yeah, I get that. Right, and others, 23, is he? 24? Yeah, he's about 21, I know, yeah, he's a young kid. Right. Mm. So... If, if, if I'm going to buy a player now, mm. it would be Ireland. Yeah. Right? Uh, Messi can do little things in the game without being able to do the great things he used to be able to do. Yeah. Do so, you, you know, so I, I'm, I don't, I'm not one for comparing. I would compare, I would compare Messi and Ronaldo, whether I'm right or whether I'm wrong. And I love Ronaldo as much as I've loved any other footballer. But I, technically, I think Messi was a little bit better. Yeah, but who who do you think would be the better fit for for City? And I'm looking at this Ireland, and and I think he's a I think he's a great player. You know, he's scored goals wherever he's played. But coming to the Premier League, it's completely different. I've looked at lots of his goals that he's scored, and he's he's outrun the centre half. His strength is you know you. 